And what is mo- what is the monthly recurring revenue today on the app? Uh, it's just a little bit more than 10, 10K uh, USD. Per month or per year? Per month. Oh, wow. So you've really grown it a lot over the past 12 yeah. months. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Norbert Huthmeyer. He is a software developer and online entrepreneur looking to buy and scale offbeat internet businesses. Norbert, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am. All right. Why why buy and sell instead of build from scratch? Um, I find it I find it interesting um, to pick something that already has traction. And uh, because it's the hardest part, quite frankly, to find the, the product market fit is probably the most difficult part. And if you can shortcut it, um, yeah, why not? So tell me about the last company you bought and how you found it. Um, so I started in uh, 20, early 2021 and I was just, you know, I wanted to, to buy something and, and, and see if I can scale it. And I did a search through all the internet marketplaces, uh, mostly flipper.com back then, and just, you know, looked at as many listings that I could um, get my hands on and talk to the, to the owners. And then I found AutoForward SMS and yeah, just bought that one. Okay. And so which network did you find that, that website on, Flipper? That was Flipper, yes. Okay. And what was the listing price? It was pretty cheap. I think the original listing price was about 12 grand for, I think, 600 USD MRR back then. So by... All right, 4,600 monthly? Uh, six, six, 600. 600, oh, 600 USD. Okay. Yeah. It was in, in Australian dollars, so I don't, rec- I don't rec- remind exactly, but uh, yeah. Okay, so it was asking twelve grand, and it was doing six hundred six hundred dollars per month, or seventy two hundred dollars per year. Mm-hmm. So about a two x yeah. multiple. Um, yes. And what did you end up buying it for? I bought it for seven and a half grand, I think, because the owner um, had the deal lined up, but the guy who bought it, be- like bought it before me, never sent the money, never did the transfer, and so the the owner reached out to me, like, hey, I have. Uh, fell through um you can have it and i was like yeah I, I like it but uh i'm only paying this amount that she was like yeah here uh take it and <laughs> so i got it for a really good multiple um very cheap by today's standards you know, I mean look a lot of people think you go list on these marketplaces and some of the owners of the marketplaces are guilty of saying oh you build a hundred dollar a month app you can sell it for 10 million dollars on our marketplace <laughs> and it's frankly just not true. Yeah, I mean, not, the most of yeah. the deals are the ones like what you did, right? They're for like 1x or mm. sometimes 1.5x is usually what happens. But I guess, why do the founder want to sell? Why was he a motivated seller? Uh, so in this case, it was an um, old Australian lady. She had a bunch of businesses in the SMS space and she said she wants to work less and she was just selling off part of her assets. And this app and this Android app was one of the assets. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I had no reason to not believe her. 
She was mm -hmm. very forthcoming, very open, which is obviously a good sign when you're dealing with uh, owners. Mm -hmm. So that's why she sold it. And I was quite lucky to get my hands on, to be, to be honest. So you buy the company. Any surprises once you took it over in the code base or the finances or customers or anything? Um, not a surprise, but a little difficulty that I did not foresee. So her company was registered uh, with Stripe in Australia. And I'm based in the US, so I had to transfer the account, which Stripe doesn't do for you. So I needed to code like the transfer of the accounts, the credit card information, and they kind of help you. But it was still, I was still worried that I might break something and that the subscriptions wouldn't renew. Everything turned out really well, but I was, I was sweating. I was test, test migrating like five times. <laughs> and what is, what is the monthly recurring revenue today on the app? Uh, it's just a little bit more than 10, 10 K, uh, USD per month or per year per month. Oh, wow. So you've really grown it a lot over the past 12 yeah. months. Yeah. Tell me about that. How'd you do it? So, um, part of the reason why I, I found it interesting in the first place was that I, I saw something, um, I would call it maybe an error pricing mistake. Um, the previous owner had a very neat feature that was totally for free. So in her mind, it was like, yeah, um, if you forward uh, text messages to um, like an API, let's say, it doesn't cost me anything. So it shouldn't cost the user anything. And so um, the power users, I want to say, that use the app the most, basically got it for free. Like they paid 99 cents and when I took over the app, I restructured the pricing and I said, well, this is a feature that helps you. So I should be earning. And I made it a paid feature essentially. And that was the best thing that I could do um, because so it, was, that, it was free. And now what did you yeah. charge for it? How much? Uh, so it's, it's in tiers. So if you want to forward like 500 messages a month, it's like, I think $1.30. If you have between 500 and 5,000, it's like, $5 a month. And it uh, the top tier is like 100,000 forwards per month. And that's uh, $22. How many and forwards across your entire user base are you doing per month? I have no way to track that because I advertise it as some like as um, taking care of their privacy. So I have no way to see what they are forwarding or how much they... Well, how do you know uh, what to bill them then? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking it, but the app tracks it. So the app, it's it's a counter inside the app. And I have no stat. I know how much a certain user is forwarding, but I don't know how much all of them in total. What is your what is your largest user forward per month? Like hundreds of thousands? Uh, no, it's like the limit would be 100,000. And I've never had anyone complain that he needs more. Typically, people text me when they reach like a, a tier limit and say, hey, I need more. But I've never had anyone saying that he needs more than 100,000. So needs to and be below that. And how many customers are paying something monthly right now? Um, 992. So I'm really expecting to breach the 1000 paying customer threshold. I don't know, maybe early next month, something like that. So on average with 10,000 in MRR, each one's paying about $10 per month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though it's highly scattered, like yeah. I have a large amount of people that have are on the highest tier and this is a great story. I mean, so is that really what it was? It was just that one pricing change. Is there anything else you changed to go from six hundred dollars a month in revenue to ten grand a month in revenue in under twelve months? 
Um, so that was definitely the biggest thing. Um, the app has had steady organic growth. Um, that's what the previous owner told me. And so I was able to, you know, continue with that. I've, uh, I redid the website. Uh, we started to blog a little bit to, you know, more some more like FAQ and like um, help articles for, for the users to know, you know, what to do, what they can do, what they can do, how to configure the app and stuff. And um, yeah, organic growth is still strong. I don't do any paid marketing or anything. I'm purely, you know, people find it on, on Google. And they install How do they it find and, it on Google? What do they search for? Um, most of the people search for some, something like text message forwarding, SMS forwarding, stuff like that. And uh, the website's there for like five, six years already. So it has, you know, good history. Um, the app itself is quite old, old. <laughs> uh, in quotes, uh, again, five, six years before I bought it. And I'm having it for a year now. So it uh, has a lot of history. And I think that's very important when you do uh, SEO. So anyone listening to right now looking to buy their first app for under 10K, they want to find something that's been around for three or four years. They want to find something that's dominating at least one distribution channel. In your case, it was a specific keyword like text message forwarding in the Android app store. And number three, it'd be ideal if they found an app that was making very little revenue because there was a very popular free feature where you believe you could put up a very small paywall and start generating users. Those are the three things that you'd recommend people look for. Yeah, it's it's hard to narrow it down. Um, I, I would say look for something that interests you and, and try to find a, a seller that is, you know, uh, open and honest and forthcoming. Um, many, many people that ha have put out their listings, they they don't really care too much. They just want to make a quick buck, and you 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 ask, and they won't bother responding, or you know uh, they just want to close the deal. And it's like yeah, don't waste my time. And so whenever I find someone like this, like yeah, if you don't spend the time to talk to me, and I can do my due diligence, then it's a red flag. All right, guys, this is almost comical. These guys reached out to sponsor the show, and obviously I use and test every sponsor that comes through. This is crazy. I started asking other founders, hey, have you heard of these guys? And some of the fastest growing SaaS founders use these guys for one specific thing. If you guys are building a SaaS application that relies on your customers integrating with HubSpot or Google Drive or Stripe or Salesforce or MailChimp, having your engineering team spend the time to study all those API docs manually build the integrations and then maintain those integrations over time is a massive engineering time suck. This tool allows you to ship those integrations with a push of a button to your customers. You save engineering time, you avoid all those messy docs. It's just a much simpler process. Now, many of you guys solve this by just sending people to Zapier, but that takes people out of your experience, which you don't want to do. Try Paragon today at nathanmica.com forward slash Paragon. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash P-A-R-A-G-O-N. Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. Are you buying more companies as part of a holding company or you're only focused on this one? No, I'm... So I bought this one. I, I also bought a website uh, to teach myself a little bit about content. I didn't like it very much and uh, it's shut down already, but I'm, I'm actively looking for something new right now. Um, spent a lot of time, quite frankly, so far. Uh, valuations are really high. So... I want to, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't help me to buy something that's overvalued. So I really take time and, and if I don't find anything, I just wait or start to build something from scratch in the meantime, um, mm -hmm. there's always something you learn. 
Can you invest more in auto forward SMS? You have 992 customers. You can develop other products to sell them, things like that. Hire another engineer or two. Would you ever scale it? Um, I Right now, I don't. Um, I really want to find something new because I want to diversify my income a little. And so I'm maintaining it. I'm bug fixing it. I'm updating it. So I'm a software engineer. I do all that by myself, basically. Um, but I don't have plans to, you know, scale it with dedicating myself 100% to that business right now. Rather want to find something new and, you know, take it from, I don't know, a grand or, or two grand and, and scale it just to have uh, diverse income streams, I guess. Mm-hmm. What are other important things people should consider when they're looking at applications to buy, specifically what to do after they buy it to drive revenue? Oh, it's a tough question. Um, so I typically go in and I look at how they make money right now. Um, a lot of low, I want to say low MRR businesses, they have pricing that doesn't really help them make money. Um, often I see, for example, um, so a page builder, for example, um, you pay for one website and and then if you want to have three websites, you pay three times as much. But there are customers that will always only have one website. So you need to to make sure that you capitalize on the amount of traffic they run, not only the amount of websites they have. And so, um, yeah, just be clever with the pricing. See what your customers need and where you provide value and then make sure to charge for the value you provide, not for what it costs you. Um, That's That's great. That's great advice. Now, what about churn in the business? Are you able to measure churn? Uh, I am. Uh, I can have a look at my dashboard right now. I don't. I've. Uh, it's going down. So we had a little bug where that made it really high. So churn is at eight percent right now per month, which mm-hmm. is uh, quite high by um, SaaS standards, I think. But it has been growing like. I want to say 15% per month um, over the past year. So honestly, I've never been too concerned about it. Um, but yeah, churn is automatically... You're, you're the only person running it, right? Just one person? I run it. Uh, I have a, a dear friend of mine that is taking care of the tech. Um, he's very, what do you mean? Engineering? Yeah. I, okay. I thought you said you do all the engineering work. I, I do. I do. The, so the app, when I bought it, was built on one tech stack. And then we released a new version of it that is built on a new tech stack. Uh, it's Fire, Google Firebase and Flutter. And I do the old app where most of the revenue is coming from. That's a Kotlin and a PHP backend. And the new one is Firebase um, plus Flutter. So he takes care of the new app and I take care of the old app. And yeah, that's and how what we do you- split it. What do you pay him per month? Do you just pay him four or five grand? Uh, he has a share. Um, so <laughs> this is a fun story. So we, we typically travel once a year, like as, a, you know, friends. And we sat together. We traveled to Ecuador last year. We sat together and I was like, hey, don't you want to join me? I, I give you 20%. And he was a little bit hesitant. And then I just kept on talking, talking. And one day he was like, yeah, I'll help you. And so I promised him 20%. And so he takes 20% every month. Um, of you know the the profit that we make mm-hmm. and he just charges he sends me an invoice and that's great so what were profits last month uh i need to go back um so the mrr doesn't always align too well but uh 
Give me, give me a second to log yeah, take, in. Take your time. This would be March, March 2022 profit. Yeah, the new Stripe, Stripe layout still confuses me. So last month we had a revenue of 9.3 grand and um, with very little costs. I don't, I don't know exactly, but it's way below 500 bucks a month. Um, really good profit margin. Could further cut it down, you know. So what was profit? 885, 8600, something like that? Yeah, something like that. And so he took 20% of that. So about, mm -hmm, about exactly. $1,600, $1,700. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. And you, you're able to keep the rest, right? Yeah. Where do you personally invest that money? Do you pay it out as dividends and invest in real estate or what? Uh, I just keep it. So I pay myself a, a small salary. Um, I don't really need much. Um, I pay myself a small salary. The, the rest stays in the company and I just use it to you know, fund other ideas. Sometimes I want to try this, want to try that. Uh, for acquisition, you also need a bit of a, a cash um, cushion um, just in case, you know, I want to go to a bank and say, hey, I want to fund this. Let me pay, I don't know, down payment, whatever. And should I ever need it, you know, for myself, I can always just pay it out, but no stress there. And you're bootstrapped today though, right? No outside funding? No, nothing. That's awesome. We love that. Very cool. On that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Oh, <laughs> a favorite business book. Um, I read a lot, but not a, not anymore about business. Uh, one book. What's that the last really book liked. that you read? The last book that I read was from Sahil Lavinia. I forgot the name, but it was about bootstrapping. Um, I could I could quickly find it. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, to be honest, uh, no, no, no particular person. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I follow a lot of folks, but mostly indie hackers. I find their stories very interesting. They're very open and forthcoming and yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building auto forward? My favorite online tool. Well, not sure if it qualifies as a tool, but, uh, I really love Stripe, um, as, as a techie, um, I'm just amazed by how well everything works and integrates documentation, um, customer support, just, just love them. <laughs> Number five, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, I sleep, I don't know, six, seven, sometimes eight. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't try to, to minimize that. I did that when I was younger, but I don't think it, it did me any good. So if I'm, if I wake up, I get out of bed. If I sleep longer day, I sleep longer. doesn't matter. Number, and what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, married, no kids. No kids. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 34, almost 35. 34. Happy early birthday. Last <laughs> question, Norbert. Something, something you wish you knew back when you were 20. Um, yeah, that persistence is key. Um, you just got to stick you know you have an idea you gotta dedicate the time uh, get rich quick worked or works sometimes but it's better better not to to bet on it it's better you find something and you dedicate and you put in the hours of course there is no guarantee i tried i have a list here next to me of 20 things that i tried and failed and um yeah you just gotta keep keep digging i think and one day hopefully you hit gold that's all
Guys, there you have it. A great way to get into SaaS. He bought a software company doing $600 per month for $7,500. He then proceeded to grow the business to now $10,000 a month today. He found it on Flippa.com. He loved that there was a big user base. There was good SEO traffic for the word text message forwarding on the Google Android App Exchange. And all he did when he launched and bought it was basically put up a paywall on a very popular feature. That's driven most of the growth, which has been incredible. If you want to find a great company to buy, check it out at NathanLacka.com forward slash Flippa. A lot of great companies there. You can follow in Norbert's footsteps. Norbert, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you for having me. Have a good rest of the day.